Love Angels and Transformers. Today, our show is called Spiritual Trauma Recovery, and we're going to cover the following things. First of all, what is spirituality? What is trauma recovery? How does trauma impact you and your brain? And what are the symptoms of psychological trauma? There'll be a couple spiritual readings and a spiritual guided meditation. This is a remake of a class that I offered for free to help people with their trauma recovery during the virus epidemic. Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 4 and Show 78 of the Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I'm your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne, coming to you every Friday on the LessonsInLifeAndLove.com website and on my free app, Lessons in Life and Love on the go. I'm all about helping you transform your life in all areas into one that you're passionate about and to help you attract and have the love that you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to change the way the world loves. So you'll learn how to have emotionally healthy, evolved and conscious love and how to avoid toxic, painful, traumatic relationships which seem too prevalent today. It's time to help you create the life you desire and to have the love that you deserve. So if you have a personal concern, I invite you to meet with me for a life and love transformation discovery session this week. You can sign up very easily on the homepage of my website at rihannamilne.com. So let's dive in, love angels and transformers. First, I want to go into what is the definition of spirituality. It's a belief in a higher power and becoming an evolved self, a godlike or a best self. People that define themselves as spiritual is a way of living 24-7. It's not about going to a religious church or temple or synagogue once a week for an hour and then you're spiritual. No, spiritual people live this way. Their integrity, their morals, their values are all in check 24-7. And it is definitely shown to be essential to have a sense of spirituality to help you heal during traumatic times. I'm going to start today's meeting, as I did on Saturday, with a spiritual motivational reading. Always help light the way for others. Think of it not as your work or even your purpose, but as your destiny. That's from Jane Almarie Lewis. And I want to read one more. We need to feel more to understand others. We need to love more to be loved back. We need to cry more to cleanse ourselves. We need to laugh more to enjoy ourselves. We need to establish the values of honesty and fairness when interacting with people. We need to establish a strong ethical basis as a way of life. We need to see more other than our own little fantasies. We need to hear more and listen to the needs of others. We need to give more and take less. We need to share more and own less. We need to realize the importance of the family as a backbone to stability. We need to look more and realize that we are not so different from one another. We need to create a world where we can all peacefully live the life we choose. We need to create a world where we can trust each other. That's by Susan Paulish Schultz. Going on to how trauma impacts you. It definitely affects you physically, mentally, and emotionally. And you will develop new behavioral patterns. 
whether good or bad, the good news is you get to choose what those patterns could be. During a trauma, my clients know to wake up and do 15 minutes of meditation, then maybe do a half hour to an hour of exercise, even if that means go out and walk around the block, which is what we can do today, or ride a bike, because there is no gym to go to, or you could do yoga within your household. But you also want to choose what you're eating each day, making sure it's healthy, organic foods, taking your vitamins, drinking lots of water, and not getting into bad patterns like all day TV watching, eating a lot of junk foods and sugary foods that'll just put on a lot of weight. The goal is to emerge from this trauma feeling better physically, keeping your body and mind mentally preoccupied and emotionally keeping yourself in check with your own sense of feeling and anxiety as well as with those who live with you. Many people experience feelings of anxiety and depression, fear, helplessness, and that lack of control. Some have shame or guilt about not helping in some way, and some feel anger. I would describe myself as feeling sadness. Being a grandmother of five little children, six and under, I feel really sad that this is the world that my new twins were just born into a month ago and that my six- and five-year-old grandsons are confused over why they can't play with their little friends. It's very sad to see this going on today. When we're stressed out, our hormones, cortisol and adrenaline are peaked, and they're released from the brain, and all these areas are infected, the hippocampus, the amygdala, the prefrontal cortex, and the brain stem. When these chemicals are high, so is anxiety, depression, blood pressure, and the ability to keep weight on and the attraction to carbs and, and sugary foods as comfort foods. The symptoms of psychological trauma, I'll name eight of them. There are more, but I'll go into the different stages. The first stage is shock or denial or disbelief. When the Americans heard about this breaking out in China, it seemed so far away and removed from us. Yes, we were sad and shocked by this impacting them. But then as it started multiplying and really impacting them, and we were watching people dying so quickly, there's a form of disbelief set in. But we still didn't see how this could impact us here in America. That was a big part of the denial. Then confusion comes in. Difficulty focusing on other things. Instead, you're sitting in front of the TV as you're seeing it spread to Italy and how quickly the Italians were succumbing to the virus. Then, country after country, it was impacting them. We're confused. Can this come to America? Would it impact us in the same way? Are we prepared for something like this? Well, when it started to come into America, this is when people started getting irritable. And we're told that we have to stay at home. People were angry that they had to leave their businesses. And a lot of mood swings were happening in many people. Of course, this was upsetting. We had to leave the businesses we loved. We were on shutdown. Even if we were told to work at home, our weekends, the entertainment that we came to love so much, the bars, the restaurants, hanging out with our friends, we were told we're not allowed to do that. Go isolate, stay inside, we don't know how long. Yes, a lot of people got angry. Many people defied the request. 
which is really sad because now this is spreading like wildfire in America for those who refuse to heed the suggestion. With the coronavirus, our entire world as we know it has changed. Most people around the globe are quarantined to their homes and worried if they or their loved ones may get sick too. It's a very anxious and depressing time. Those of us with childhood trauma usually gets triggered emotionally at times like this. Anxiety can well up in your chest. You feel it in your heart, your head, or your gut. It's important to know the skills to calm yourself down and to tap into the mindset for success when under stress. Be sure to listen to many of the Lessons in Life and Love podcast shows that will help you through this crisis. Also consider signing up for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session, which is a one-hour session meeting with me to begin your journey on ending the trauma response for you now. Now is the time because you have the extra time to learn these essential life skills right now. Just go to rihannamilne.com. That's rihannamilne.com. Right now, this session is only $47 and has a $500 value to assist you during this time. That's rihannamilne.com. And right on the homepage, you'll see the button for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session. I look forward to seeing how I can help you best. Stay safe out there. Once it started spreading and our heroes at the hospital are in such grave state with no protection, no ventilators for the sick, no protective masks and outfits to wear to keep our medical professionals safe. Now we're all very fearful. What happens if our doctors die? The anxiety is raised in news report after news report with more and more numbers being affected. Small town people would say, well, is it going to come to where we are? This is big in three areas, in New York and Washington State, mostly in nursing homes and with old people. If I'm young, it's not going to impact me. doesn't look like it's going to impact children. This, unfortunately, was the ignorant thoughts of many people that just did not want to come out of denial. Stage five is that of self-blame and guilt. This is when people might be secretly questioning, was I on an airplane and sick with this and brought this from New York to Florida, which many have done? Or was I sick and I didn't know it and I got a family member sick? This has been happening a lot. I had gone to convention on Wednesday and at that point there were no reported cases in Orlando. By Sunday, the day I left and I had a chat with my daughter Alexi about whether I should come or not, we both decided it was safest that I don't fly out to LA. That would have been on Tuesday. There were two cases in Orlando on Sunday. However, more and more people were getting sick from flying and more and more cases were coming out in LA. If I would have gone out to LA and in any way hurt my new grandbabies, I would have been devastated. I would rather self-sacrifice and stay at home and make sure I isolate from two weeks because being at a convention, there were people there from all over the world flying in from all different countries. I didn't know if I might have picked something up there, but by Tuesday it would not have shown up, and by Thursday it could have. So I chose to come home, grocery shop, and then self-isolate for two weeks. 
And thank God I was cleared. Nothing from the convention was reported as someone coming up with the virus at this point. But there's a lot of guilt because people just didn't know. Now, between phase five and six, stage six is withdrawing from other people. That's the isolation, but we were asked to do that because there were so many unknowns. So during that self-guilt, blame, and withdrawing, stage five and six, you can either get into a sad and hopeless state or take the other fork in the road, which is self-reflection and transformation. This is where my clients go. We have learned the mindset for success, and this is what I've been teaching since my 20s. It is a spiritual reflection and decision of what can I do and not getting swept up in a pity attitude of what I can't do. No, I couldn't get on a plane to fly to LA in my moral rights as a spiritual person. And no, I would not fight the order to self-isolate because I didn't want to harm another if I was carrying any germs and was not aware of it. But I looked at that as my choice and I was empowered by that choice because I knew spiritually it was the right thing. I know many of you don't realize that my other name I go by is Reverend Rihanna. I've been an interfaith minister since 1997. I was a very busy booked minister and an officiant for weddings back in Atlantic City, some weekends doing up to five or six weddings a weekend. And I really enjoyed being part of somebody's most special day in their life, their wedding day. And I did beautiful spiritual custom wedding ceremonies for both straight and LGBT. Back then they called it civil unions. And I believed if there's love, they should be together. So the spiritual side of me always comes down to the question, is it for the good of all? And if my self-sacrificing is for the good of all, then that's what I decide to do. Stage seven is feeling sad or hopeless, and stage eight is feeling disconnected from self or the world and feeling numb. So people that do not fill their mind with positivity, with prayer, doing meditation every day to help lower the cortisol level and lower the anxiety. Those who choose to eat junk food, which is a bad pattern, and sit and veg in front of the TV, and long times of TV can be depressing. Those that choose to be proactive, they're out exercising, they're eating their healthy foods, they get into creation Parents, I was just on the phone with my daughter, Stefana, who's doing amazing, wonderful things to give quality time to her sons and my two grandsons who are six and four, Logan and Simon. And she's making it more positive as a quality time that they'll remember, not a scary time. So think about what you can do to make this a very positive time for you and your family members. Do quality activities play games, learn to play cards, do crafts. I love that she said she was teaching her sons how to cook. That's a life skill that they'll have the rest of their life. They're doing more family dinners. Charles, my son-in-law, is taking them out golfing when they're sure that nobody else is around, giving them father-son time. And those are all great ideas. They're doing balloon fights with water in the back running under the sprinkler, and trying to have as much fun together as they can as a family. They're not playing CNN and other news channels, having the kids hear these reports. But my daughter will listen 
on an iPad with an earphone so the children don't hear the reports. She's a smart cookie, that one. And I'm so proud of her and how she raises her kids. So those are the stages and symptoms of psychological trauma. There's four stages of trauma recovery. And the goal is to improve your quality of life on a daily basis. So what of these things can you do to make you feel better and heal from the trauma triggers that you may be feeling? The first one is mindfulness. Read as many books as you can that help you feel positive and motivated for the things that you can do. Listen to spiritual podcasts that bring you hope and joy and knowing that this too shall pass. And you are just merely contributing as a whole by staying in and staying safe. That's what we are asked to do. Two, self-compassion and care. What are you doing to take care of yourself? Make sure that you are on a regular sleep schedule. Make sure you're exercising at least once, if you can, twice a day, even if it's walking around the block for a half hour. Do keep up your regular self-care with showers and washing your hair and dressing nice each day. Eat healthy foods, drink protein shakes. When you do have to go out and grocery shops, pick up enough produce to get you through for a while so you're eating good organic fruits and vegetables. Don't put on a lot of weight during this time. Keep an eye on your weight and make sure you emerge from this feeling better and more beautiful like a butterfly. Three, spiritual care and awakening. Again, this is at self-reflection and transformation time. What will you do differently because of this? This is what I want you to start reflecting on. What good can you find out of this bad situation? And actually, that's a chapter in my book, Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success, which I'll share some readings with you today. How are you staying positive and proactive to make the best use of your time while you're at home? What profound experiences have you learned about yourself during this global experience? What will you do differently in life because of it and once it's over? How are you handling your anxiety in a positive and proactive way? Those are all really important. The fourth is healing practices and routines. We talked about you can choose either to have a bad routine or a good emotionally and physically healthy routine. Choose today. Decide that you're going to do things that make you feel healthy and empowered. Five, build your support system. Call friends from afar, friends from long ago. Check in on them, especially your single friends. Use FaceTime to see them versus just texting or a phone call. That will help you feel more connected. Pick a couple of friends that you're in touch with daily, especially if you're single versus being isolated and not talking to anyone. Isolation does not mean that you have to be completely alone. And last, supporting your family, your friends, and others impacted by trauma. Is there something you can do from at home, like sewing surgical masks so that our doctors and nurses have them? Or even just ordering a pizza from the shop down the street from you to put some money in their pockets? What can you do to hire some people to keep money circulating in our economy? I know I have recently hired a graphic artist a website designer from India, thumbnail designer for my YouTube videos from Malaysia and his partners in the U.S., 
a videographer who's doing some intros for my podcasts. So I have chosen to hire several people to help them have some money coming in the door during this crisis. Who can you hire? Who can you turn to? Can you hire from your local restaurants so that they can have money coming in the door? It's really important, again, to tap into what can you do. All really important. Since many of you are now at home, are you wondering what a home profession would be like? Have you ever thought of coaching? I have developed an amazing coaching mentoring program to get you started in coaching or help you to excel to global status. To inquire, just go to rihannamilne.com and check out the mentoring tab and then contact me with a list of what you would like help with. This is a personalized, customized, and individual coaching program to help you get your new or existing virtual dream job off the ground. Why not go for it? How much time do we have to live our dreams? Start today. Just go to rihannamilne.com, the mentoring tab, and create the list you need me to coach you on to begin your virtual global dream job from home today. That's rihannamilne.com, rihannamilne.com, the mentoring tab to create the life you desire now. So now I'm going to read from Live Beyond Your Dreams about a plan B. Super important when things like this are going on in your life. This reading is from page 139. A plan B isn't always ready the moment you need it, but focusing on your next best move will help keep you focused off the why me pity attitude. Using your watch me mindset and spiritual techniques is very important as you form and initiate your plan B. We all could ask ourselves, why me, numerous times throughout our lives. We were given life, but no instruction or guarantees that it would be easy. Your plan B may be the exact detour you need, and it just may take you exactly where you really wanted to go. So have faith. Change is hard. Unexpected change with financial hardship is even more difficult. No one asks for major interruptions in life. When clients come into counseling, most are shell-shocked because of a forced and sudden transition. A new divorce, the unexpected death of a loved one, a newly discovered affair, a job loss, or of course, something traumatic like this. Because of the emotional shock, many are stuck in the devastated pity me stage and need someone to vent to. Most coaching clients really just need some empathetic healing while exploring some realistic solutions. They're simply scared and stuck and aren't able to see through their pain enough to form that plan B. They haven't the energy or the insight at the moment to try and find a good solution out of the bad one that they've been given. Together, we try and find solutions to their current situation. By coming up with a lot of possibilities and with my encouragement and their willingness to take risks, we can form a plan B. I use my motivational and inspirational coaching skills as we work as a team to rebuild their lives one step and one goal at a time. Every stage of your life cycle has challenges and gifts, and every phase is temporary. A new stage will begin once you initiate the change. It's important to live in the present, in the here and now, and be open to what presents itself as you're going through change. 
If you are keenly aware, certain people or opportunities will emerge that can help you reinvent yourself. Difficult times are your tests, your lessons to be learned. Tough times are temporary. If you embrace the challenges, try to learn the lessons from them and are always aware they are temporary, it will be easier to get through them. You'll grow and become stronger with each test and be ready for the next challenge's arrival. Meditate to find the reasons and the solutions to your problems. Use positive self-talk to discover the path you should take. Closely examine all your choices, then write your goal planning sheet, make decisions, and act. Procrastination is poison to your soul and to your mental health. Remember, God helps those who help themselves. Throughout life, you must adjust your plan B constantly, especially during or after a crisis. You must be open to the lessons this experience is teaching you and then create a plan to reinvent yourself as you adjust to the changes the best that you can. You need to become proactive, not reactive to change. Ask yourself the following questions during the bad times. Now, there's nine questions here, so I'll just give you a couple. What good can I learn from this and what is it teaching me? What is my next financial move? Do I need a new part-time job? Ask for more hours. Can I do something on the internet? Create a new job that I can have once this is over. Three, how can my children help? How can the family come together as a team? Even the youngest of kids like to feel that they can help. So show them how. It makes them feel important. Then praise them for being an important part of the team. Do I have a hobby that will help me earn money part-time? Use your imagination and think outside of the box. We all have many talents. How can you use yours to earn some money or sell things on the internet to get you through these tough times? Can you improve your skills? Take a training program, a coaching program, sign up for free computer courses, read a new book, learn a new skill. Six, can you learn another language? If you become bilingual, this is enormous talent can lead to many new job opportunities. Ask yourself, what is it that you've always wanted to do? What small step can you take to create your own business now that you have a month of time on your hands? Instead of feeling sorry for myself, how can I empower myself? I can get more rest, eat healthier, and exercise. Now is the time to take care of yourself so you have the energy you need to accomplish your new goals. And the last, how can my extended family help? Be in touch with your extended family and bury the hatchet on any old gripes. This is the time to be close and support one another. You need to be prepared. These challenges will come. Change is inevitable, and the more you can look at it with an open mind and the courage to start a plan B, the sooner you will find a way out and recover from your pain. Work is good therapy, so working on your goal and plans now will help you to feel empowered. Know that finding the good from the bad is an important part of your healing process. It's important to shed unnecessary emotional baggage and to free ourselves of toxic people and ideas that no longer work for us. It's a spiritual way to cleanse ourselves and create space for new experiences or people to enter our lives. Meditate or pray on what you must do and take deliberate action to rid yourself of old ideas that do not work anymore. This will help you to regain the energy you need to positively move forward in your life. Release and let go of the old and the new will enter your life. 
Find the good from these hardships and challenges that you had perceived as bad. With spiritual faith, understand that the hardships were all necessary. These difficult lessons were supposed to happen to launch you into your next stage of greatness. And that ends this lesson in the Live Beyond Your Dreams book, written by Rihanna Milne, and my daughter, Alexi Panos, contributed to the last part of this book. And again, the tagline is From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success. And it was written many years ago, and whenever I open it, the lessons that I write about are still very prevalent and important today. At this point, I'm going to do a spiritual guided meditation. We'll do some deep breathing to the count of four, just to get you into a meditative state. Usually it's a breathing sequence of seven, where we breathe in our nose to a count of five to seven, or if you're athletic, you can breathe in to a count of 10. Hold that in your chest and body for a count of five, seven, or 10, and then blow the air out your mouth in a small, slow breath that is for a count of five, seven, or ten. We will do that four times. And then I am just going to channel the thoughts that come to me after my deep breathing, and then we'll come back for a final reading. So, of course, if you're driving, you can't close your eyes, but if you're sitting and listening and you're able, do close your eyes and try the deep breathing with me. Just sit in a comfortable way and start your breath. So here we go. Number one, breathe in. Hold. And out. Two. Three, out, four, Dear Mother, Father, God, as I pray with you and meditate to you today, I ask you for everyone that's listening today to these words, please bless them, their families, their children, their parents and grandparents, their babies, their neighbors, and anyone they come into contact with. Please let this feeling of love and support go throughout our world. And let our world become a more kinder, gentler, more loving human race due to this experience. Please, dear God, heal those that are in the hospitals today or that are home sick and worried that this might get worse. Please bless them and help them heal. Please, for those that we have lost, let those of us that are left behind know that their spirit will be with us forever as a guiding angel and light in our life. 
Dear God, please let us become focused on what we can do and be proactive and have faith that this will soon be behind us. Let us get into our highest, most spiritual and evolved, consciously aware selves. Let us ask ourselves, what talent can I bring to the world? How can I be a part of the healing? What can I do from a limited space of being at home that I could help another human during this time? And as this becomes behind us, let us emerge from these ashes a better person. Let us find work that we absolutely love to do if we're not doing it already. And when we're at our work, let us look at our brothers and sisters with more love and kindness and compassion because every human in this world is in this together. Our earth is healing as this is happening. Our pollution is lifting. Our earth is becoming bluer. And did this need to happen, dear God, to heal the earth before it was too late? Is this a huge wake-up call to every human being on earth to start appreciating life and starting to live large, appreciating each day and not living a small, timid life of fear and just going with the status quo? You put every one of us, you made all of us for all God kids into this world to make a difference to be kind and contribute to humanity. Let us find a way to help each other or the world or the earth, our animals, our skies, whatever talent each individual holds, let us do something big. Live each day with purpose to help heal in some way. I hope all of you that listen today will turn inward and pray on a regular basis or meditate and ask for hope, healing, strength, a sense of calm and peace and empowerment to know that you still have choices. Your choice to stay inside and stay safe is an empowering one. Be proud that you're doing that to help the scientists find the answers. Dear God, please bless all our medical staff and those that are helping from afar, like us that do teletherapy, coaching, and counseling to help heal a heart and keep them safe. Dear God, please let them have the equipment that they need in a timely fashion. This is a hard and sad time, dear God, and we just ask for strength, hope, and healing. We ask to stay positive so as we speak with others, we can offer words of encouragement too. Please watch over all of our families and our loved ones, our partners, our friends. I thank you, God. We need you each and every moment of every day, and I thank you for being with us. Amen. Take a deep breath. Second breath, take and hold like the others. Hold.
and slowly become present back into our world. And hopefully you're feeling a little lighter and a little better. And I'd like to end today's podcast with another spiritual reading called Believe in Miracle. It's called Take These Blessings With You Wherever You Go. Love to shine like blue skies above you wherever you go so you always know you're in the hearts of so many people. Light to see the end of the tunnel when you're struggling with troubles so you always know you have the inner power to survive and triumph. Laughter to keep you healthy in mind and body, to give you the ability to tell great jokes, act silly, and exercise your giggle, to remind you that life is too short to be taken so seriously. A lifeline to anchor you, support you, and keep you going forward in a positive way when you're faced with a crisis, so you always know you are a survivor. Lots of good luck to help you fulfill all your wishes so you always know your possibilities are unlimited and success is your destiny. That was written by Jacqueline Schiff, so timely today. And again, entitled, Take These Blessings With You Everywhere You Go. So share your light, share your heart, help yourself by helping others. Stay in, stay safe, stay smart, and do your reflections after you've heard this podcast. If you live in a household of people, just tell them you're going to go take a walk and start reflecting on the importance of your life and how you're going to start making a difference. You can do this. I have faith in you. My love angels and transformers, thank you for being with me today. That's all we have time for. As you go out amongst the world, shine your light, shine your love, and together, Let's share the mission of helping to change the way the world loves. If you found some empowerment from the show, please share the show link to your friends that you love and care about. While you're listening, please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating and a comment on what you liked about the show. If you have a topic you'd like me to cover, just contact me on the LessonsInLifeAndLove.com website and give me your ideas. Remember, you can reach out for help from me during the week at my website, rihannamilne.com, and get all the free resources there, the free love tests, the ebook that helps you know how to have emotionally healthy love and why you might be struggling, and the free chapter downloads of both Live and Love Beyond Your Dreams. The book I read from Live Beyond Your Dreams and its sister book, Love, they are available in the Barnes & Noble bookstores and on Amazon, as well as on Kindle and Nook. So I think Live Beyond Your Dreams will be very empowering for you to read during this time. And as always, I am here to help you create that life that you desire and to have the love that you deserve. Have a very safe, blessed, and fabulous week. God bless. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. If you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a session with Rihanna. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.